So E3 what hype do you want to start is over. With? E3 back, hype is over. Back to regular old 2v1. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't been playing much. <laughs> well, nothing. Because Josh has been moving. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. You figured out you've moved how many times now? Six times in the past year. <laughs> that actually is a real number, everybody. <laughs> so ridiculous. All, all in just my car. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome back to Philly. Thank you. Maybe we'll be doing more things together, like be friends and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound. You guys silly. can play. Uh, you guys can play split screen video games together now. We can. Does that still exist? It does, and I have a Wii U. Oh, now I'm jealous. Yeah. Maybe I'll move to Philly tonight. Tonight you can do it. Just sounds good. Yourself. Just drive up. <laughs> it's that easy too. Cool, There's plenty yeah. of housing. If you can't find one, just live in the streets. Yeah, just like lots of other people of in Philly. <laughs> there are plenty of homeless, yep. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the 2v1 podcast. I'm Nick. Every week, I'm joined by my friends Josh and Alex, where we talk about video games and stuff. Hi, I don't everybody. have anything to start with. <laughs> <laughs> this is the very picture of enthusiasm this morning. So I'll well, say, it, we can, I yeah. can start. Okay, go for I'll it. I'll start with I just... something random. Uh, normally, I wait for a segue, but I'll start with the 2v1 movie minute. Okay. Randomly, Josh and I had a hankering to watch Cloverfield Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Did you watch it recently or something? We both watched it yesterday. Oh. Um, I was the catalyst. Yeah, Josh was the, he was the catalyst from Mass Effect. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Do your 30-second review, Josh. I had no expectations going into it other than hearing from a lot of people that I was okay. I it was a little underwhelmed. Nothing happened. Nothing really happened. Done? Done. That's it. I don't I I, I, I am be, I'm also because not a movie person. Josh is usually recommendation happy, trigger happy. So for him not to yep. really recommend it, it makes me nervous. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Like first of all, I I love drama and I love thrillers and it's just a mix of both. And I'm just really happy with how it turned out really. Like the last, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes of the movie or so I thought were really awesome. And there's no connection but also sort of a baby little connection to the Cloverfield movie. So anyhow, if you like suspense, drama, thrillers, I think it's worth it. Josh thinks it's okay. But I don't know. That, the, the, the last 20 minutes that you mentioned were cool. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I did but. not see that. And <laughs> actually, I'll have, I don't want it, there to be any spoilers, so I'll tell you off the air. But I experienced the funny thing during that. So okay. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, that's... Biggest... Go ahead. Biggest question. How long is it? 145. So mm, it's, that's not too bad. It's doable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, in the, it's in the range where it's like, well, I'm not annoyed yet. So... Yeah. That's not bad. No. John Goodman is in that? Yes. He was sweet, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he was great. Really, I mean, he's a good actor, so. Yeah, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. And sometimes I am surprised he's alive, because I think he's really old. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I mean, he looked aged in the movie, but not. Yeah. I don't think he's as old as you think he is. Maybe not. Roseanne was like 20-some years ago, though, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't that make you feel old? Yeah. 
Yeah, it does. I never watched Roseanne, so it's good. I I didn't watch it either. I just I just knew of it, and sometimes it was on. Anyway, uh, I guess video game wise, we all played the Halo Wars Two beta. Yes. Halo, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was making sure yeah. it wasn't just the Halo 2 beta. You got just it Just Halo time. 2. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was good on that yeah. one. But I didn't really have any inherent interest in the game in the first place. I just, any chance there's a beta, I'll, te- I'll, I'll check it out, you know. Mm-hmm. RTSs do not work on a console, they're, I don't think, on a controller. difficult. They are very difficult. There's no doubt about it. Because I remember Halo Wars. I played that in college. That's a long time ago now. Like for my freshman year. And it was... I loved it. I got super into it. And that was actually a couple years after it came out, I think. I got super into it. I was good at it. Which, you know, competing in an RTS is difficult. But no matter how good you are, if, if in theory, which I don't think you can, if in theory you could play that, on your console and there was cross play and you could well maybe you can play against a PC player. You can. Is for that game Dude, if they do that, there is no point right in now. even playing. Okay, actually, you know what? Um I heard Giant Bond talk about this. My my biggest problem is you can't zoom out far enough. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. It, and it's because that game doesn't run great. No, it doesn't. And and it's already it's already struggling to render just that little bit that you can see on the screen. And to be fair, it's a beta, but it is struggling. Oh yeah, and and the thing is, I've heard that the PC the PC version was playable at E three apparently, and it limits you to that same level of zoom. So yuck. I guess crossplay actually PC really won't have that much of an advantage I, because I, it's I still, still just, it still has the same uh, user interface. It does. It's not. It, it probably yeah, doesn't take advantage but, of the keyboard. But or anything. still, with with hotkeys and a mouse, I don't know. I just I feel that's, like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Saying assuming it lets you even do that. Because assuming they it said lets you do that. They said it still let it still forced you to use that grid like the or the um the wheel that pops up to pick things. I have to which, wonder. If that's you wouldn't deliberate. do that on a PC RTS. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. I, maybe I think it, it is, might be deliberate. Seriously, that I wouldn't. If I somehow knew I was playing a PC person, I'd quit out immediately. There's right if they had a standard PC format. So yeah, that that's definitely a, a valid concern. But other than that, I mean, it's Halo Wars. They made some tweaks and adjustments. I think they improved some things, but it's I, I don't know. I, I didn't even know why this game came out. You know, me. I'm still very confused on why it came out and it came out of nowhere the last one sunk the developer yeah like it had it had a very small this is creative assembly ensemble made the first one oh that's right and ensemble is no more Mm -hmm. so like but creative assembly is going nowhere they make like the total war games and they're successful but um (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know why this exists either it seems very dated it doesn't look good it doesn't run well. I don't know. It's it's just weird. It, it felt weird playing, and I felt like I was struggling the whole time. I, I played one more game last night because they added Deathmatch, mm-hmm. which was which was cool. Um, how'd that work? I didn't even real I didn't even realize I was playing Deathmatch when I was playing it. Um, the the first mode that was available was just a capturing a point, like five points around the map. Uh, deathmatch is just straight up destroy the other players' bases. And it's, it was still 2v2. And 
I kind of liked it because I just wanted to build up an army and then rush them. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't want to worry about capturing points. Stuff. Yeah. And I I wasn't worried about like like winning the game or anything. So I like built up what I figured was something and then I just rushed the other base because I just wanted to see what would happen and I was bored. So I was just like while uh, playing. <laughs> yeah, why well, I might as well just um I think my teammate had quit so it was one on two i, I was mm. one player versus two which yeah. is stupid it didn't automatically drop in somebody it's the beta i know but still um i got annihilated <laughs> but as soon as as soon as i sent my little army over there that frame rate just went to tanked. hell yeah. just tanked from the two uh, the, the other team with those two players and their little group attacking my group at once it was like Less than 10, 10 a second, I think. Mm. It was it was insane. Okay. The biggest problem with the beta is it wasn't just a single-player mission. Yeah, that was a horrible... Yeah, horrible I don't know what call. the hell they were thinking there. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're... you're I, I kind of get, like, throwing people in to the deep end and, like, just making them learn that way. But if you're trying to sell this weird resurgence of a series that wasn't even a series <laughs> how are you getting how are you getting people on board by forcing them into multiplayer like yeah it definitely that kind of game i definitely don't think they're gonna win over any new hearts but this is just on the other side of the fence maybe they're trying to be i guess transparent about it you know what i mean and then that way people it's, it could be one of those things where like stupid little kids and parents buying games and stuff. Oh, it's Halo branded. I'm going to get this. And then, you know, you take that home to a little kid. They're going to be like, what is this? Oh, yeah, so definitely. Maybe it could help curb some of that. But I, I, but still, I mean, even a single player campaign, even a kid can learn to play that. So, I don't right. know. Right. And um, I, whenever you played the original Halo Wars, because I, I didn't play it. I played a, a demo back then. Mm -hmm. And I had back then also had experience with RTS, and I was like, "This is nothing." Yeah. But um, did you play it multiplayer? Yeah, that's. I mean, I beat the campaign and I liked it a lot. I actually really yeah. enjoyed it. But I played a ton of the multiplayer and got pretty good at it. Uh, I didn't hmm. beat everybody I came up across, but I, I would say more than half for sure. Hmm. So there was just nothing like having a profit and just calling down his little beam from the sky that thing was oh god it just devastated everything it was so much fun <laughs> i didn't really you get know, to experiment with the hero powers and stuff yesterday i'm trying to envision halo wars multiplayer and for some reason i keep thinking of brutal legend multiplayer i mean and brutal Le that had a multiplayer yeah brutal legend was was kind of an rts it, it, you had to build a base yeah. which was the stage and then you put on a concert against the other team also putting on a concert. It is hilarious. Why, why hasn't that game been remastered yet? Because uh, it tanked. It did horrible, which sucks, because that game was cool. I'm going to email Schaefer and tell him to get to work on it. Yeah, that was that was such a great idea. That, get to work, I said that so. nobody bought into, unfortunately. They spent too much time on that RTS stuff, too. They even admitted that. They said in development they wasted a lot of time making that mode, which just didn't catch on and had no chance of catching on. Unfortunate. Yeah. I didn't like, that was my least favorite part of the game was that stuff. 
Yeah, it got old pretty quick. It was it was bad in a way, and you can only you only had to do it like three times. I think it, you didn't have to do it that much. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. Just exploring that world was fantastic, though. Yeah. Brutal Legend. Halo Wars Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halo Wars Two, as opposed to Brutal Legend. <laughs> yeah. So, that's uh, new stuff. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm still playing Witcher. And, and I have nothing to talk about, because as far as my current playing goes, because I'm just playing Dragon Age and Doom, which I'm enjoying. But you're, enjoying, but you're enjoying Dragon Age, though. I am, yeah. But here's the thing. I, I almost feel bad, because I tweeted about it, and like I, I've talked to a couple people, and they're like, oh, Dragon Age is so good, and you know, there's so much to do and everything. And I almost feel bad, because I know I'm not uh, giving that game the time it maybe deserves and it's because I waited too long to play it. But nevertheless, I'm glad I'm playing it the way I am because I'm enjoying it thoroughly. And it's because you told me to play it and beat it. You know, like, not right. don't do nothing, but also don't even think about doing everything. I don't even... The problem is I don't even remember side quests in that game mm-hmm. yeah there, none, dude, none there of is, them stuck out there is there are so many side quests and i know you do not have to do them the only the really the only real incentive for me is sometimes i want to see a new locale just because i think they're pretty right. cool in that game yeah and, yeah and to level up i i will say this i they did a good job with the leveling up in that game because i'm like man I, when am i going to level up next i really want to level up so that's cool mm-hmm but um, the this, this story's fine. Um, I don't... I really enjoyed... I don't know if this is going to be a recurring thing or not, but I just got through a part where time travel happened. I was not anticipating that in a Dragon Age game. Yeah. So that, that, whole, that whole sequence was pretty cool, so... It reminded me of the fade in the first one, mm-hmm. only done a lot better. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Love the fade. Yeah, how far are you? Uh, I chose a side. Um, this isn't a spoiler. It's every Dragon Age game. Uh, I'm siding with the mages, and I'm, I think I'm, I did too. I'm like after the first big mage quest, like it's right after that time travel piece. So, yeah, I don't remember a whole lot of that game. Uh, I, I mean, I, main main no. story wise, I've probably made some pretty decent progress because again, I'm I am mainlining it. I'm I think I'm 13 hours in something like that. So. I assume you've done stuff with Corypheus or whatever his name is. That does not sound familiar. <laughs> okay, then you're not anywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's his name, uh, but I could be wrong. I could be saying it wrong. He's something with the Darkspawn. Yeah, I don't know anything about Darkspawn yet. Okay, then you got a ways to go. I'm going to stop doing anything now. Yeah, that's... you definitely got a ways to go. Okay. Yeah. So, oh jeez. I want to play video games. I yeah, I mean, I wish I had more to talk about. Witcher still is amazing. I guess the one the one thing I sh- should bring up that I don't think we talked about. It was just me and you. I regret endorsing Fallout Far Harbor. Oh cool. This is this is good talking. And, and which points. which is funny because when you said that while you were endorsing it, I was thinking to myself He wasn't what endorsing saying it. and what it is. <laughs> Doesn't sound like something you, yeah, like endorse. And I think it goes back to if you bought the season pass for Fallout before they increased the price, 
then sure, everything everything is fine because it was like $30 and there's going to be six total pieces as far as we know now. For $30, that's pretty good. But if you somehow missed that season pass and you were a fan of Fallout and you wanted to play Far Harbor, it's $25. Mm-hmm. And like, as I'm playing... Witcher's just wine, making you shit on that it is, point. It's, it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke compared to Witcher. And... I think that is another reason why like Fallout 4 was so disappointing because it is it is nothing on the level of what Witcher 3 is. Nothing. And you know and you know what else makes it shitty? Compare it to its own base game. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're all saying, of Fallout. Yeah, all you're of saying, Fallout 4. You're saying like 40% value of the game you're selling this for. And mm. what is it? Of the actual core game, you know? And that's just there's not enough. Yeah. There's not enough meat to it. Yeah, like, I, I'm... Blood and Wine alone, the content is staggering. Like, I can't I can't believe how much there is to do. And I've probably spent, like, 15 hours in it already. It was $20. And it has, it has, like, a decently long story. All of the side quests are their own story. Whereas, like, Fallout 4's... Far Harbor was this one thing basically going on and it took 10 hours to get through and then there was really nothing else to do at all nothing of value other than scrounge around and like Witcher's scrounging around involves plot constantly there's always some sort of plot like in the side quest in the flavor text in like just going around collecting things on the map like I've actually gone back to the base game and started doing more things that I didn't finish. And like I just can't I can't believe it. I can't believe how much there is to do in that game. I'll be starting it next week and I cannot wait. I haven't even I haven't finished the story. After your little gaming hiatus, Josh, you're just going to oh, you're going to IV that. See. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll take my time with it though. That's not something to rush through. No, you won't rush through it, but just with the way you crush games, you'll still probably like beat Nick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm take I'm definitely taking my time. I'll I'll only play it for like an hour or so and then take a break cuz it is it is so dense. And like I get the I get that criticism that has been put against it since it's come out. Is a lot of like gaming media never even finished it because of how long it is and how much there is to do and it it can be overwhelming but that's terrible <laughs> it i get it though like if you're not invested like you have to totally be invested in that universe to really enjoy that game i think so i don't hold that against them <laughs> you forgot to mention the best thing you've done pretty much with your entire life gwent gwent download all the gwent cards yeah I, I started de- uh, messing around with mods for this, which up until now, that I that never even crossed my mind. And that's like always my one little thing for PC gaming is that there's always mods for basically everything. And for whatever reason, Witcher, the thought just never crossed my mind. So like now that I've put plenty of time into the vanilla game, I was like, I might as well check out mods. And... I downloaded one that just lets you get every Gwent card. Like, I still had to pay for them, 
but how how you get the Gwent cards throughout the game, like you have to you have to do quests and you have to play certain characters and like you you have to buy them from certain people and like you have to track them all down over the course of the game. Deadly premonition and, trading cards. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Wasn't there supposed to be a deadly premonition too? I don't think so. What? No, there's supposed to be a sequel, and I swear I told you guys. Okay, we need to talk about that when Nick is finished. I just, I installed a mod to get every every Gwent card so I can actually play Gwent instead of worrying about tracking all that shit down. Good so call. I just, I bought every Gwent card. I started messing around with actually building a deck, which is a huge part of my enjoyment for a card game. Um, so, yeah, more more to come on what I think of Gwent, I guess. I'm going to continue playing it, like I said, but... Good call. I just want to know more before the the full game comes out, which sounds completely crazy. Yeah, speaking of that full game, whenever we first mentioned it last week, I thought it was strictly just a Gwent game. It is an open-world narrative involving each of the four decks. Like, each deck has a 10-hour story associated with it that you play... What, what they say, a top-down, like, uh... Yeah, it's like a third-person top-down map that you progress through or something, and you have to make choices and whatever. It it just sounds completely ridiculous for what it initially sounded like. Like, it was just going to be a card game. Like, you just play people. But it actually has a story and stuff, and it's a full-fledged, like, fledged game. And Alex, don't, don't get too excited, the... Uh... Deadly Premonition 2 was just a remaster. Oh, wieners. Okay. Which happened. Which that, happened, That yeah. already came out. Yeah. And that's what I remembered happening. I wonder why... I, what's the 2 for? What? It, that probably was a rumor, or like a misconception. Oh, I see. Right. I gotcha. Uh, yeah. I'd assume so. I can't imagine, also, like, Swery has been... What's he doing? Sick or yeah, something? Yeah, he's been real sick. Yeah, and so on. that... And, like, D4 is probably dead as far as i know i don't know if we'll ever see more of that which kind of sucks i was thinking about that the other day how much um after playing wolf among us i was like man d4 was cool and d4 I really is the only one that's really doing something different <laughs> yeah like i really wanted to see more of that just yeah. like wacky story i don't I, I think i thought that he intended to do more but it's it all depends on his health and whatever is wrong with him and all that stuff so yeah i, I think he does but it's like where is he getting money to do that? Right. That game definitely didn't make anything, I'm sure. Yeah. And and then also on top of being sick or whatever. Yeah, it couldn't have made a lot a lot of money whenever supporters like me, I mean, I loved it, but I got it for free, you know? Right. I would com- yeah. I would commit to paying for a second one, but Yeah, I mean, he would have got money from Microsoft true, to do that. True. But and and it's on PC, so I'm sure some people yeah. bought it on PC. And they did that terrible, shitty non-marketing job for that game, right? Like nobody even yeah. knew about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I couldn't tell you a thing that happened in that game. You did you play it? Yeah. Crazy. I don't remember either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, but that's not that wasn't what I was getting out of it anyway. Like, I was just enjoying it. Enjoying it, enjoying the silliness, like enjoying off sweary, the, off the, yeah, off the wall sweary humor, yeah. basically. I liked that mini game in it. I forget what it was called. It was it was in the uh, airplane at the end. The stuff was falling from the sky, yeah. and you just had to catch it. Where it was like catching clovers, <laughs> flowers, or something. yeah, clovers, yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it was. 
That was fun. You liked that mini game. That yeah. that's what he remembers. <laughs> that's the one thing I remember from that game. You definitely remember the the scary, slow talking black dude coming horizontally oh out of the Oh my god, yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> I think I think I'll have to track down an image of him. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> So good. Always just holding like a fork the and a scalpel. knife or whatever. Yeah, or whatever it was. <laughs> I can't find them anywhere. Well, I, um... Yeah. This, this might go nowhere, but I thought you had played something, Josh, that we never talked about recently. Were you playing something that we just we just never... You played Ollie Ollie recently. I thought there was something else. Oh, I played Ollie Ollie. I played Stanley Parable. Yeah, you never talked about that, but there's not much to talk about there. No, that's that's one of those games that's kind of difficult to talk about, too. Yeah. That um, might have been what I'm thinking of. No, actually, I think you're right, though. I'll come up with it. We'll come back to that. Any other E3 stuff to talk about? I mean, that's what I was thinking, and there, there was a lot, but I don't know what we can really get into. We learned more about God of War after, after some How do you feel about that? Because I know you were a little weary. At first. I'm still weary. I'm Why? still weary of that game. Um, I think it's like the consensus seems to be from the echo chamber I exist in on the internet <laughs> that no one liked God of War. Really, like like people liked it, but for the most part, Kratos was a boring character, which I agree with. But Gameplay gameplay wise, I really liked playing those games. Like I, I love the set pieces. I remember I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but like the first God of War was mind blowing when I first played that because just the like grandeur of the environments you were in and like how they worked together and it was like they would make these puzzles that incorporated everything within that level. Like it was just wild. And then that continued through the series. And we talked, you and I, on our episode about just hack and slash games when I was playing Bayonetta, that I really do like that style that isn't really around anymore. And apparently nobody wanted that for God of War because even the creators themselves have strayed very far from it, doing this over-the-shoulder third, still third person, but like Dark Souls-y maybe kind of thing. Yeah, and they also came out and said that your son is with you the entire game. And that's not something yeah. I expected. Gross. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't really want... No, it does. see, I'm okay with that. It, because it reminds me of Last of Us. Yeah, like, but having I that second character for even just chatter when you're walking around, or it adds a whole other element of gameplay. They said that there's a button dedicated on the controller to the actions of your son. It just offers a more of a variety, I feel like. Yeah, but how interesting is a little child going to be? Like, you can't, like, comparing it to Last of Us is different because Ellie was a teenager, at least. This kid looks like he's le- under 10. In this world, that it just sounds and, so strange. And and in this world, what, you know, there's, like, nobody around anyway. Like, this, it does take place in Scandinavia. I don't know if they said exactly where, but... It is in the same universe. Greek hat or Greece has basically fallen. Kratos killed everybody, or so it sounds. Like it sounds like it takes place way after those games, and I, I don't like their their interaction. I just don't know how interesting that sounds right now. 
let's make the call now. Which one of them died at the end? Neither or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. Kratos. Kratos has to die. Like, I, I still also sort of expect them to do a bait and switch where Kratos isn't even in that game. Like, what if they, even though they said that, what if they were like halfway through the game, Kratos dies and you just play that kid or something? I don't know. I, I, I think it's possible. I don't think it's plausible. It's just, I don't want to, I, and I also, again, Kratos' character was nothing in the first games. Which is what they're now doing in, with this one, is but, trying to make him more of a three-dimensional character. But, like... multi-dimensional, I should say. I don't want him to be a dad. Like, that doesn't... That that sounds lame. Like, it's like the the complete opposite end of, I'm pissed at See, everything. I, I think it sounds interesting. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole new role for him. And also, I'm worried about it being... It, it's not open world. But that that Tomb Raider. Have they Raider, confirmed that? Yeah, that too. It's like it's pieces of a world like Tomb Raider. Yeah. Okay. They 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 specifically I, compare I it to Tomb Raider. I actually prefer that as opposed to just a pure open world game. Yeah. See, here you go. this goes back to the original things that I liked. That I liked progressing through basically a linear path in those games. I liked that they were linear because it allowed them to focus completely on this is this arc of the story this crazy shit happens we're moving on here's this new set you're not spending a ton of time there coming back to it and you know getting bogged down by collectibles which will absolutely be in this game there will be a ton of filler garbage i'm sure and that's what i'm worried about i don't think you're worried i think it's too early to worry about it is too game. early it's too early to worry about anything Yes. That was announced. Because there but was no date for God of War, right? That was one of the games that didn't have a date I, th- I don't think it did, no. I can go back and check. But that's... That's where I'm at. I'm not... That, that's why... That, so are like, you happy with the change, though? Or would you rather another God I almost of War would have, I almost would have, would have rather there be no God of War. Like, they don't need to return to that. I don't need anything else from that series. Yeah, I don't know. no date for God of War. Alex, you never played them, did you? I never played them, but just... Like, there's already... Man, there are a lot out already. To your point about... Yeah. Like, what more do we need out of that franchise? Well, yeah, there... Yeah, there's a trilogy, and then there's a bunch of side ones. I never played any of the side ones, because I don't give a shit. But, yeah. like, the... The trilogy is really good. They, oh, I yeah, really, I'm, really I'm enjoyed those games. Mm-hmm. And I just... I don't know. It's it feels like a series that didn't need to come back. So, and and at least they did really change it up. Like that's good. I've derided a lot of other companies for not changing anything, like Gears of War. But I don't know. We'll see. I guess that's probably a long ways off. Holiday twenty seventeen. I bet. Or it could be earlier. I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll see. You don't think a year. No, I feel like I bet that's a twenty. I bet that's a twenty eighteen game. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. They didn't show enough. Like that again. It comes back to see. I think they showed quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that could that could have been something they put together just for E three, which I, I which like happens all the time. Yes, that happens. But that that looks like a lot they put together. I also, uh, from what people got to, like, behind the door, behind closed doors, things they got to see, like. I don't that nobody said they showed off really much more. Like it was just that that we saw. 
So that's what I mean. It might have just been that E3 demo, and that's it. Well, maybe I'll have a PS4 when it comes out. I'm sure you will. You'll have you'll have had three PS4s by that time. That's it. Yeah, three. I'll have four Neos, and then you'll get a Neo. I'm really see. I'm really really upset. They didn't say anything about. I'm Neo so here. upset about that. Solely because I kind of want to get a PlayStation. Me too. Again. I would probably get one very soon. But I don't know if I should yet. And Definitely I should. not. No. No. Yeah, but, you... but here's the thing, though: is wonder if the Neo is going to matter enough. Well, I know, but why risk? Why risk it mattering? You know, like that's where I'm, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Too. I'm straight up waiting for you guys to tell me when to pull the trigger. Like, I think um, we touched on it in the E3 episode, but like, Microsoft came out and we're like, basically, like, look at Sony's Neo. That thing is a piece of shit <laughs> compar- compared to the Scorpio. <laughs> And I'm wondering, I'm wondering what Sony's gonna do. If they'll try and retaliate and bolster their own image. Yeah, because like they might have been already like too far in this process, and they can't really walk it back because things are probably getting manufactured. And talk around town is why they didn't show it at E3 is because maybe they got word from Microsoft or from whatever source about the Scorpio, and realized that hey, shit, this this thing is not gonna. Let's pretend this isn't even a thing. Yeah. So let's. We need to go back to the drawing board and figure something out. Yeah, and that's where, as a consumer, this is fucking irritating. Yep. For, because they're you can't they're make an making a decision. No, and and that's that should be, and I hope is hurting Sony because yeah, they've sold a lot of consoles, and most people have a PS4. Like forty million is insane. That's insane, but. I don't have one. I've been waiting on purpose. Yep. And then all of a sudden we get this leak like, oh, well, there's like a mid-console or mid-generation upgrade coming. But we're not talking about it yet. So just go buy a PS4 and like don't worry about it. But no. fuck you. Yeah. No. Like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and that sucks because I, like You're Josh ready. said, I, I'm basically ready. I would like to play Uncharted. I'm ready to play Bloodborne. We got Me a date too. for Last oh. Guardian. Last Guardian might suck, but I'm probably still going to play it. And yeah, it had a lot of positive coming out of E3, though, just from people that got hands-on time with it. Yeah, I've heard both, though. I, I didn't hear much negative. I think, I think, I think it's unfortunate, but people have hype, like overhype for that game, which I don't know at this point why anybody's expecting anything good. I am keeping my expectations incredibly low for that game. Which I think means I will enjoy it no matter what. It's not like Eco and Shadow of the Colossus were really good games. They were just interesting. Like, playing them sucked, in a way. Yeah, I never even finished Shadow of the Colossus. The controls were weird, and it was dif- like sort of difficult, and yeah, I mean... Maybe I'll get around to playing Eco one day, but I highly, no, highly doubt I wouldn't it even. Point. I wouldn't even worry about it. If you didn't finish Shadow of the Colossus, you would hate Eco. <laughs> All you do is lead the girl around and sort of solve puzzles. I I mentioned this maybe two or three podcasts ago, but it just keeps getting worse and worse, I feel like. How all this talk around Neo and Scorpio now, and even the Xbox One S. Where and what is being said about the NX? Like, where is it going to fall in this 
in this current gen. I think they really should have at least said what their plans were, too, at E3. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get out my GameCube and play Twilight Princess. That sounds <laughs> like a good Nintendo move right now. Yeah, I... Uh, I do have yeah, that, I by mean, the way, Nick. Huh? I do have that. I actually could play that. I, I actually, I didn't realize it. <laughs> do you have a GameCube? Yeah, here. Yeah. So that could be a potential thing, you know, this year. Yeah, I just, I just bought the remaster because I'm planning to play that soonish, since we still have to wait a decent amount of time for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. How excited are you for that? Very excited. Day one purchase. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Now, okay. Depending on what the NX is, I don't think I'll get an NX, but. That's what I was we'll going to ask. Is it would it be a system seller? No. So you would get no. it to play it on the Wii U, definitely. Even though you intended to get an NX, I I never said I intend to get an NX. It, he's saying if you did, yeah. I mean, yeah. If I intend to get one, then I, no, I'd probably still get it on Wii U because uh, I'd rather play it than wait. You know, there's probably and uh, you know what though from the E3 coverage, like it sounds like it doesn't run super well. Like there was some. Some hitchiness on the Wii it, U, but yeah, I don't care. Whatever, I, I will probably get it for Wii U. When does that come? No out? matter what the NX is, next year. Does that does it come out same day as NX? Do they launch. I think so, but they didn't. They didn't necessarily say that, but it should be. That's. The, I think that's the point. You know, there'll be a bundle. A bundle then. There, there has yeah. to be. Yeah, I mean, they gotta have something to launch with NX. And if they're not talking about anything else, like the only thing we know about right now is Zelda, it, it has to. It has to. I'm excited for Paper Mario also. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Oh, there's another game that I swear they got a decent amount of coverage for the NX at launch day. I just I can't come up with it. Really? Yeah. But something was announced for it. That's something random yeah. was announced for it. Yeah. Like a third party game, wasn't it? Yes, it was definitely third party. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, it's crazy. Tangent, I really like the box the Xbox One S comes in. <laughs> a non-thing yeah, for the non -thing. listeners. I was on Amazon. Ma make sure you go out and look up the box of the Xbox One S. Now, now I'm excited. very aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> I I think I am going to get a 500 gig one. Why? You can give me all the shit you want. Yeah, why? Because it's new. Because it's Josh. And I, and I, I, I hey, you know what? I'm not going to give him any shit. It, he just said because it's new. It's only $300. Now, you want a PS4. You could get a I'm PS4. You could get a PS4, and it's the same thing as if you would have to get a Neo again if you want. Like, you already have an Xbox. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Since when have I ever made logic. sense? <laughs> You're right. You've never made sense. I've never made sense. <laughs> so, See, that, let, that's let why I'm giving Josh... Less and less shit because he's like, oh, it's a new one, I want it, and it, that doesn't make sense. So. I'm disappointed okay. that it's only in white. I like the white. I wanted a white just Xbox One for a while, but yeah, I'm I'm like the all black. It'd be cool to have both, everything, and at least offer both if they could. Do yeah, that. I'm like what, I'm surprised. What they need to do is, is go, have a is design go the controller route. Yeah, yeah they, they need. Design. I was thinking that too, but they. Uh, there's no way. There's no way it would be too difficult. No to production cost on that would be astronomical. Yeah, that would be horrible. Hmm. Quite frankly, eighty bucks to do it on a controller isn't the right. worst. Right. No, I did not pre-order my controller yet. I can't decide on the color. Are you still having issues? Yeah. 
I think I'm gonna keep it really simple though. I love I love this whole thing. I can't believe how much I like this because I, <laughs> I can't check either. Almost, <laughs> I I check almost every day. It's again, it's because I want a new controller yeah. for my PC. Is like this, that that's the whole reason. Is this your favorite thing out of E3? It is. It's it's my game of the show. Design <laughs> design studio for Xbox a, a One Microsoft controllers. Microsoft thing yeah. is your game of show, and it's not a game. And you're not even using it for Xbox. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, that that was the one thing I was wondering about. Will these controllers work with the base Xbox One? Because no, it's it not does Bluetooth. Yeah, it's not Bluetooth. It's not Bluetooth. How how stupid is that? In, unless oh. it has unless it has an uh, I mean you RFID too. You or could whatever it runs you could on. plug it in with the USB cable if you want. Gross. But I don't know well, if wait, it does both. Wait, wait. Let's find out. Because they specifically said Xbox One S and then harped on the Bluetooth thing. Yeah, it, it's true. We got to find out if maybe you can just do both. I mean, it does just say for Xbox One. It doesn't specifically say it does, and it says features Bluetooth. So yeah. it's not like an exclusive. Thing. I would I would hope that's how it works for both, but it was just weird that they didn't clarify that. Yeah, they should have clarified. I can't imagine they would do that because imagine how many pissed off people you'd have. Not even considering yeah, that aspect. Yeah. Buying it. Uh, and something else I didn't know about the new controllers is you can remap the buttons, finally. Yep. You can do that now with the Elite. With the Elite, yeah. Yeah. You have to, And you have to do it through the PC first and then, like, upload it to your Xbox. It's real weird. Man, there's a picture. I'm you're going to have to do the same thing. For what? For this one. I'm pretty sure you're going to have to do it through Windows 10. Well, and it, then... it says Xbox Accessories app. So maybe... Is that a thing on the system? I think so. Oh, okay. There may hell, a, maybe even your phone. They I noticed that they changed right. they yeah. changed my app because you know they used to call it Smart Glass. Now it's just Xbox, and you can do like everything. Yeah, it. yeah, Alex, I actually like it a lot better. They, they one, moved away. once again. The app's better than the console. <laughs> it's it's they so moved, useful. They moved away from the whole glass thing a while ago, I guess. Yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I like the Xbox app. I'd use it if I used my Xbox. <laughs> purple, purple and black. Yeah, color. see, I think I've settled on having one solid color for the body and not getting real crazy. And I'd want to get, like, a garish color, like orange. <laughs> I think I might get an orange one. <laughs> I think I'm just going to do gray and black. Yeah. Ash gray. Yeah, so this is interesting. Man, this was a do. great idea. <laughs> the design lab was a great idea. It really was. It was a good idea. Ugh. Wonder how many people are gonna accidentally make a controller that already exists on market. Are there that many that do though? I mean, just even like a black one or something. Oh yeah, that would be silly. Like I'm gonna go make a black controller. <laughs> yeah. Uh back to E3 talk. There yes. Has to be more. Well, Alex, what would be the most exciting thing out of E3 for you? I, this is ridiculous, but probably Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, or or Dead Rising Four, both zombie related. Right. Wow, what a okay, tool yeah. bag I am. It sounds like Resident Evil um was making people sick in VR. Interesting. Yeah, I see. I didn't read that article. Was it because of the game itself, or was it because of VR? No, I think it was because of VR. Okay. I think they. Yeah. I, I heard. I heard people saying it was really nice. I heard, I heard people saying it was, like, really jarring, especially if it was the first time you ever did VR. It was, like, this is like the hardcore experience. I don't think that VR. would be a good way to start VR. <laughs> no, probably not. But at the same time, like, who's thinking that when you're there? Yeah. Speaking of VR, 
Um, I saw this morning that starting on June 24th, so next Friday, uh, Best Buys and select GameStops will have PSVRs to demo. Mm, interesting. So I will be doing that. Josh, are leading the, the 2v1 charge into the yeah. two, uh, well, I mean, I VR. Well, why not? It's, it's free. It's just a demo. No, I, I'm not criticizing. I'm glad you're doing it. What's interesting about that Resident Evil thing is it apparently has exclusivity to PSVR, where I'm sure there will be a PC version of that game, and it won't work with Oculus and Vive. Hmm. Right? Do you, does that sound right? Because I think, I think it is exclusive to PlayStation for that. I'm not sure. Which is weird. That seems really weird. I mean, not really when you think about it from the background of Capcom and Resident Evil and whatnot. Yeah, but there shouldn't be any exclusivity with the VR right now. <laughs> like that. Well, I mean, there, there's a ton of it. I but I'm saying like, like I know for, what for multi-release mean. games like that, like like the Batman thing, yes. that should totally be on PC too. But it's not. Yeah. And like that, the whole thing with VR is that it's off to a rocky start, and now you're locking now you're limiting people who can play it like i understand i understand if it's like if one is developed exclusively for playstation and it's a playstation exclusive game obviously sure but if it's something that's going to be multi-platform or has been in the past like that's a weird call speaking of vr supposedly that um arkham batman game is really good it's i've heard both opinions that it was good and not anything at the same time and it and it's not a full game it's gonna it's supposed to be like a detective thing yeah it's like it's an still hour an, exper- long. an experience or whatever well, i mean would you consider an hour long of gameplay an experience or a game i don't know yeah it could be like it could yeah. be like gone home i'd totally say it's a game yeah i guess i mean it, you're, you're actively doing something in it for now a substantial amount of time you have to spend like 500 dollars to play that one totally worth it <laughs> totally worth it yeah to be Batman, to be the Batman. Uh, Days Gone, I'm still super excited for. And Nick and I have been having conversations about this game. I'm disappointed it has nothing to do with a biker gang. Wait, huh. See, now I was going to go back and say I thought it did. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, listening to impressions, you know, after the conference, he just has his vest on. He used to be in a gang. But it's not a thing anymore. He's just a mercenary. And that's why I've been arguing with Josh that I think this game looks incredibly mediocre and bland. Because it's like every other game anymore. You're just a lone wanderer in an open world doing side quests with with zombies in quotes that aren't zombies. They're called freakers. Oh my god, that's, that might be the lamest name I've ever heard, heard <laughs> they, for zombies. They, they have to like eat and sleep to survive. Yeah, like they're still they're still apparently people. They're just crazy. They sound something. like drug addicts. Just sound. It's, I don't know. Yeah, they, yeah, they're all just up like real Tweakers. up post apocalyptic meth. Yeah, that's, that's what they are. They're just the meth crisis has gone gotten even worse after the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't think they said what caused all of this. No, and they won't, because no game ever does, and that's fucking stupid. Yep. Last of Us did. Yeah, I guess it kind of did. <laughs> you mean it did? <laughs> yeah. Not really, though. 
It didn't really. Like what? It didn't, ca- what caused it, it, all it, of it these was, forces? It was kind like, of nature. Josh. Why? Why all of a sudden? Why all of a sudden did nature just go fuck the human race? Like real? Like right now? Really fast? Like how did that happen? Yeah, they they explained the Mother pathogen. Nature. They didn't explain how the path pathogen came about. Yeah, like it just happened. Yeah, all of a sudden. Exactly. Yeah. So kind of is accurate. Exactly. It makes me think of the happening, the dumbest movie ever. Okay, okay that. Because that's what that movie was about. That's a top three worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I think I've yeah. mentioned that before in this podcast, and I stand by it years later. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> so I had to go back and look to see if it was explained how the infection started in The Last of Us. It doesn't look like it. Nope. And, and it Josh. some articles to- that you pick up that uh, the fungus, which usually only infects insects, somehow managed to infect and that's, What's it called? It's bu- it's bugging me. Cordyceps. cordyceps. That's right, cordyceps. Um, to be totally fair, uh, that's more than most games do. So oh, definitely. Definitely give yeah, it credit no, there, definitely. but it still Hell, biggest, didn't really explain it. The like the leading anything in zombies right now, uh, The Walking Dead has doesn't even try to explain how it started. No, and that's a thing. It just never does. No, and and really, Last of Us did that really well in general because it. It wasn't just the world building; like it, in, it informed the gameplay too. Like the enemies were ver- various forms of mushroom people. <laughs> mushroom people. <laughs> mushroom. Mushroom head. Yeah. 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 But back to Days Gone. It looks like it's going to feel like Last of Us, which I'm totally for. Yeah, I mean, you like the gameplay, so I like do. if it if it has that, sure, but. Just for me, I like. I don't care. I I really need more than just go around this open world and kill things and collect things. I feel like we've been doing a lot of talking about Sony's, and we haven't talked much about Microsoft. Well, no, because we. I think we talked about that. E three was episode that, yeah. That our episode was Microsoft heavy. But that I and, mean game centric. But like game about game games. wise, they didn't really. Um, Gears, I mean, Gears 4 is just another Gears game. Yeah, it's Gears. Uh, like, Certain things don't need talked about. Yeah, like, they didn't really announce or show off anything that we didn't know about, right? Like, there was no um, reveal or anything. So, that that's... I'm... Whatever. <laughs> I think the most interesting thing that came out of that was Play Dead's new game. Which they didn't even show anything for. You had to look, at, you had to look that up after the conference. That's the Limbo developer. Inside? Or is that what it's called? Yeah, the game's called Inside. And I'm probably going to play that day one. And it is only on Xbox day one. I, I think didn't the, know P- that. the PC release is like later. I-, I don't think it has a date, so I'll probably just get it on Xbox. I'm still super weary about Scalebound. Scalebound uh, and, and they did. They, I forgot. See, yeah, we forgot about it. because it, And we forgot about it on e- the E3 episode, sort of, because it looks like poop. Platinum did say that the entire game is co-op because we talked about that. Oh, they did? Yeah, the entire game Uh, is co-op. Is it AI if you don't have people playing with you? How does that work? What do you mean? Is it just by yourself? Yeah, you're just by yourself. Oh, okay. Okay, well, okay, then whatever. That's fine. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. I I don't see that game going over well. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, some more information about Horizon came out. The uh, Zero Dawn, the PlayStation game, because there is another Horizon, the Forza game, which is confusing. Hearing people talk <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Um, 
Yeah, but Zero Dawn sounds just even crazier, and it has a, it has a really cool way of handling. It has crafting, obviously, and it has a really cool way of handling when you need something. Like, so, in Witcher, let's say, you do a lot of crafting, and if you have to put something together that you don't have the item for, the only way to really find it is by going around to vendors and doing research on the internet and seeing what enemies might drop it or something. Horizon has an in-game system, sort of like Skyrim, actually, the, like the Radiant uh, quest thing, where if you need an item to craft something in Zero Dawn, the game will create a quest around you finding that item. Mm-hmm. Which, that's super useful. Yeah, it definitely that, that, is. that sounds really cool and a fast way to do it, keep you in the game, not having you go outside, checking the internet, typing in, where do I find whatever. Like, that. that's a really good idea. That's really smart. It should be adopted across the it board. Sh- that should be in every game that has crafting going forward. That's an forever. awesome, to think about how long ago Skyrim did stuff like that. Really. Yeah, the, and the difference with Skyrim was it was just like to have something to do. It yeah. wasn't ever, but it, it wasn't it, ever it was, like fulfilling a purpose. It sort of set things in motion. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, and um, I mean Fallout Four had it too. I think actually, actually, no. I don't know if it did. No, it didn't. The settlements weren't that. No, they weren't. No. I just realized how weird that is. What what Fallout are 4 Fallout settlements? Game. I don't know. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Josh just pointed at something that there's plans for a Bayonetta 3, which that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But Hopefully I, it's not great news like for you guys. But I, I wonder, did, what did it say? Did it say for PC? Uh, oh, no, it was something else. Nah, he, he just said oh, scale there's, down. A, there's a chance that it would be. That's yeah, I wonder who would bankroll that because I don't think Platinum's doing very well probably right now. With all their lackluster releases. <laughs> uh, Detroit, I still am pretty excited for. Uh, the Quantic Dream game coming out. Yeah. About the androids. Full name, yeah. Josh? Uh, Detroit, become human. Yeah, yeah. even <laughs> you're having trouble. <laughs> which we... I'm just going to call it Detroit. Which we yeah. said, it's like, a, that's a bad name. There you go, henceforth, really bad it's name. just Detroit. I think just Detroit would have been fun. It sounded like uh, it sounded like again some more impressions from people actually playing it versus the conference trailer. Like sitting down with the creator David Cage, he he tried to play it off as if that game is not Blade Runner, but it is totally Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where the only difference is you play as an android, but that's the whole ambiguity around Blade Runner anyway. Yeah, exactly. Was if was if Deckard was yeah. an android, so it's pretty funny. Like I think they're Quantic Dreams a French developer yes. or I or Canadian. No, like French. Quebec Quebecois or whatever however you say that. Um But it sounds like he lives in a like vacuum. For the things he makes, and uh, I mean, if it's like Blade Runner, that's cool, I guess, because really not that many things have done that, so it has been done, but I don't there's, know. There's two games, too, that we never really even touched on that came out of E3. Um, Mafia 3. 
No, and that's apparently huge. Yeah, there's a lot of... That has a weird following, that series. It it does, and the third one is, like, more like GTA than the other ones. Like, it's, it's, go, it's supposed to have a huge open world and, like, all these things to do in it, whereas I played one of the Mafias. I played the first one. It was, um... It was just a narrative game. Like, it was open world and whatnot, but you only went from, like, point to point. Like, there weren't things to do. That was back, like, I think before... Before that open world stuff, like, was... And there was filler everywhere. Norm. I know it was, like, before that. It doesn't have it already? Uh, so I just pulled up an article. Xbox wanted to get keyboard and mouse support in the coming months. Didn't 360 have keyboard and mouse support, like, immediately? I know PlayStation 3 did. I don't know, and I don't know why... I mean, I guess for internet. Yeah, oh yeah, internet and stuff. Yeah, and typing in codes, if you want. I have a keyboard sitting right by mine. Oh. Upstairs. So, I mean, like... I, but you're, the way you said that was, like, who would ever do that? Like, it's totally doable. Nick would. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Go. I'm that strange, got a date. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. strangely excited for that. I think it's going to be nothing. That's the that's think, the mobile game, right? Yeah. It requires you to go out and do st- like you have to be out. You have to go that, out and that's do the, things. That's the point of it. Yeah. That, that's the point of that. Game. Who do, who wants to do that? <laughs> well, it's all, it, can, it can be passive though. That's who wants thing. to move? Who wants to who wants to be outside? <laughs> it's all passive though. Like as long as the app is running, it's working. Like you don't. You don't have to play anything. No, you don't technically have to play. It plays anything. You just have to Sounds download like it game. and it plays itself in the background. Yeah. Well, you can get this little, um, I don't know, this little clip that you can clip onto your pants or your shirt or whatever, uh, and it just has a light on it. Pokemon Fitbit. Essentially. that uh, I have that for when they released Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They had a pedometer with it. It's kind of the same thing. It I remember like that. the same thing. And then if the app yeah. is running, and if, and if you come across either a Pokemon or an item in the wild, the, uh, the little thing you're wearing will just light up. It'll, it'll be a different light depending on if it's a Pokemon or an item. It, all, all you have to do... It's pretty interesting. All you have to do is push it, and then you capture it. And, it, and then whenever you get to wherever you're going, you can pull your phone out. And Even if you don't have a Master Ball? <laughs> I don't know how all that works. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, with po- with eggs, in order for eggs to hatch, it keeps track of how much you walk, just like the game. It's exactly what this thing was for Heart Gold and Soul Silver basically then um i i actually tried to use that thing for a while i would put it in my book bag because that was when we were in college so like i was we were walking around all the time mm-hmm. and i would just put it in my book bag and i'd get like a million steps a day oh that was I the best i didn't really use it that much though because like inside pokemon talk here real quick it was not a good way to level up things it, the only thing it was good for was to like hatch eggs and stuff and like you would find items i guess but it was a silly gimmick but now it actually sounds like it has a interesting use Mm -hmm. like it's weird it's weird to think pokemon like actually being impacted by the real world you know it's not just a game it's not just something like within a a game boy or cartridge or whatever i'm surprised it's weird nintendo's weird (laughs) they really are Switching it up again. Completely forgot about Neo. Yeah, they didn't show anything for it either. And that's surprising. There's another... I heard that there's another beta coming. Like, it's... Again, August. like, I want to get... 
a PS4 because I that game looks interesting. Neo, N I O H. I was gonna and say so they have a Neo console and a Neo right. game. Yeah, yep. Who and that was the one things? that that was the one that has the weird already settings of like, do you want to pr- prefer fast frame rate and lower textures, or do you want higher textures and lower frame rate, like already built in, like mm-hmm. that. That game just sounds really interesting from every angle. And I want to play it, and it's been playable for people with PS4. Uh, Resident Evil is actually playable right now for PS4. The demo. new one. The de- there's a demo for it for PS Plus, nice. if uh, anybody is interested. But I think that might be it. That might be a podcast. Is that sufficient? Yeah, I mean, we... It's so I'm we, happy we with how much talk we, about. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with how much we came up with after exhausting everything in E3. Yeah, and it's been it's a slow time for games right now, like releases at least, and Witcher's consuming my soul. Josh is a vagabond, and and I'm playing games that are two years playing, old. You're playing games from a long time ago, yeah, sort of, yeah, and so. also games that are 23 years old. Just yeah. remember that, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Doom. The original Doom is 23 years old. Awesome. Yeah. It really, when you're playing it, I can't believe how good it is, and it's 23 years old. Dude, it's so good. It's so satisfying. It freaking blows me away how good and fun the gameplay is, and and games still struggle to make fun games today, and I'm like, they did this 23 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I've never been, like, totally sure how to explain the allure of me classic neither. doom me how neither. many years later because it's like i when when you sent us or you you sent it put a clip on instagram and um i was just thinking like somebody who never had any nostalgia for this is probably like okay you're just sitting here and mowing down a group of enemies like <laughs> yeah. why is this interesting yeah and first of all <laughs> that the whole cornering thing wouldn't even happen a whole lot like i actually screwed up with that but it, yeah. and it, it's it's so satisfying to play them both back to back because you play the first one and you're like, God, I wish I had a double barreled shotgun. And then you play yeah, the second one. Yeah, you're right. And use yeah. it the whole time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I always forget that wasn't in the first one. Yep. All right. That's it. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to us on whatever podcast service you would like and maybe leave us a rating. Get at us at 2v1podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Same thing. Maybe check out our Facebook page. Maybe do that. If maybe, you're adventurous. If you're feeling adventurous and generous, maybe throw a like our way. Yeah, there's plenty of places to keep up with us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this out there and, and spring it on Josh. But we do live very close to each other, so maybe we'll try and do YouTube stuff a little more. I, I've i already had enough of spending time with you. So, But Josh not. will only be there for like a month. Yeah, yeah, move you'll, move, you'll move in a, see, you'll move in a month. I, anyway. I, I have a lease now. Okay, you know what's funny? Yeah, Josh has a lease and bought furniture. Hey. So you're hey, stuck. Hey, yeah. he'll get out of it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Return it. You'll, you'll return the no, I'm, I'm, Ikea I'm, stuff. I'm here. Yeah. I, th- I I forgot about the whole lease thing. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking the furniture thing was like super funny. This is the first time in my life I've owned a couch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's 20, not something you can easily 27, get rid of. 28? 28. 28. Incredible. Yeah, and you can't put it in your car and just run away. I could put it on my roof. <laughs> run away. You could put it on your roof. And then I could put I could stack things on top of the couch. So technically I could get away. Mm. 
And you already have an escape. Yeah, plan. he's already. Oh my, he's already he's like thought freaking about out. I have to be able to leave. My lease does have a buyout clause. Yeah, of course okay, it see, does. This is it's a non-conversation. He'll be gone. No, I, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I just don't want to move again. I hate it. You have I'm to be totally sick of sucks. it. I'm totally. I see. Like, I can't imagine having a home and moving. I know, right? Can't f- look at my place. Can't. Like, I can't imagine how you did this. I know. We had all of this stuff. None of this is new. No, Th- this is this is the only wild. thing I didn't have. So yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I like your, by the way, this, uh, for our listeners, this whole podcast has been great for me because looking uh, at the video here, it looks like Nick has a giant Twin Peaks curtain behind you. It's amazing. Yep. Shout out to Theo for watching it. Hell yes. Hell yes. I think this is the first podcast we've done in a while where there hasn't been even a hint of an argument. No. It makes me feel uneasy. I want to argue about something. This this week it's just um, the three podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no disparity anywhere. Um, okay. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks all. See you next week.